welcome to the Unleashing Sister Saints podcast. In this episode, I'm going to go out on a limb a little bit and tell you about my struggles with words we sometimes use in the church. I don't struggle with my testimony that Jesus is the Christ and that the church is God's church on earth. My testimony is grounded in those things. But I cringe a little bit from time to time when we use the words that are still used from past decades and centuries that often mean different things today. So at the recent general conference, Elder Ulysses Suarez, and I struggle with saying his last name, Suarez, I think is how we say it, of the Karma of the Twelve Apostles gave a talk titled, In Partnership with the Lord. Although I appreciated so much of it, and I believe so much of it, I'm still wrestling with a few things that he brought up, mainly words, and they've just been on my mind actually for years. My husband tells me I get hung up on words sometimes, but I still struggle from time to time. So here are a few things from the talk. The restored gospel of Jesus Christ proclaims the principle of full partnership between woman and man, both in mortal life and in the eternities. I love that. That's great. So here's another line. Although each possess specific attributes and divinely appointed responsibilities, women and man feel equally relevant and essential roles in God's plan of happiness for his children. Then he talks about the difference between preside and nurture, and then makes the case that they are really equal. So in my mind, there's really a difference between saying something and then actually it being practiced. So what we know from the literature from fields like sociology of religion is that in religious cultures, more generally, there's a strong what is called a power distance between men and women. And a power distance is formed when men are told that they should do certain roles, more masculine, breadwinner, agentic, and women are told that they should play more communal roles. So masculine roles throughout time are more public and feminine more private. And one is typically larger and the others smaller. Whether we intend it or not, it tends to be the case. So I absolutely believe that there should be equality in marriage, as he spoke about. But nurturing and presiding are very different roles, and they are not equal when you explore what they are. For the word preside, most of the definitions that can be found online are things like to be in a position of authority, to be being in charge of a place or situation, to possess or exercise authority or control, to exercise authority, to occupy the place of authority, and so forth. So Elder Ulysses, I'll just call him by his first name, said that, here's his quote, to preside means to help lead family members back to dwell in God's presence. This is done by serving and teaching with gentleness, meekness, and pure love. It also includes leading family members in regular prayer, gospel study, and other aspects of worship. So preside is actually leadership. I appreciate the way he and others have described presiding through the years, but the definition used today mostly are so different than that. So nurture is to care for and encourage the growth or development of, to supply with nourishment. So when you compare those two definitions between preside and nurture, they really are very different. So it's hard to say that they are equal if they're really so different. And one, it tends to be more agentic while the other is more communal. 
So what we know is that more communal jobs in society get paid less and more communal activities are respected less when there's a greater power distance, which we see in patriarchal societies across the world and throughout time, when men have significantly more power in different ways, including earning money, there happens to be more abuse like domestic violence, sexual assault, child sexual abuse, and more. So no matter intentional or not, that's how it plays out. And maybe that is why the church warns so much of not abusing power, even though we are told that, quote, these special responsibilities do not imply hierarchy. Presiding and nurturing tend to be hierarchical. So I do like at least that we say we shouldn't be. So there is research that clearly demonstrates that more religious societies tend to have wider pay gaps, less women in political power, and higher levels of sexual objectification. And, and the state of Utah that I work in, we struggle with all of these. Yet when I read this talk, I see what he's talking about in terms of trying to have men and women be equal and how there should be love and equality and so forth. But again, I just struggle with the words, but when one presides, just doesn't seem like equality. Like I said, my husband tells me I get stuck on words and I agree. <laughs> I still haven't obviously resolved this. So Elder Ulysses also said, it is important to observe that the government in the family follows the patriarchal pattern, differing in some respects from priesthood leadership in the church. And he also said that the patriarchal pattern entails that wives and husbands are accountable directly to God for the fulfillment of their sacred responsibilities in the family. It calls for a full partnership, a willing compliance with every principle of righteousness and accountability, and provides opportunities for development within an environment of love and mutual helpfulness. He said, these special responsibilities do not imply hierarchy and absolutely exclude any kind of abuse or improper use of authority. Okay, I must say I cringe a little bit when the leaders use the word patriarchy or patriarchal, unless we're talking about patriarchal blessings, which I do love that term. So according to many sources today, the word patriarchy, and mostly throughout time, it really does mean different things. So when church leaders use the word patriarchy or patriarchal order, here are some of the definitions I see. These are all quotes that I found online. A system or society or government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded from it. A system of society or government in which the father or eldest male is the head of the family and descent is traced through the male line. Here's another one. A patriarchy is a social system in which family systems or entire societies are organized around the idea of, quote, father rule, where males are the primary authority figures. Another definition, societal organization marked by the supremacy of the father in the clan or family, the legal dependence of wife and children, and the reckoning of descent and inheritance in the male line. And then one more, patriarchy is a social system in which Positions of dominance and privilege are primarily held by men. Yet, the patriarchal order is, in the words of Elder James E. Talmadge, a condition where women shares with men the blessings of the priesthood. 
where husband and wife minister seeing the understanding alike and cooperating to the full in the government of their family kingdom. A man cannot hold, I'm still quoting James E. Talmadge, a man cannot hold this priesthood without a wife, and the woman cannot share the blessings of the priesthood without a husband sealed in the temple. Concerning the patriarchal authority, the prophet Joseph Smith admonished to the saints, go to and finish the Nauvoo temple and God will fill it with power, and you will then receive more knowledge concerning this priesthood. This priesthood and its associated powers were introduced in Nauvoo, Illinois. It was first conferred upon the First Presidency, the apostles, and their wives. Today, dedicated husbands and wives enter this order in the temple in a covenant with God. The blessings of this priesthood is given only to husbands and wives together. Their covenants extend beyond this life, beyond death, and into the resurrection to eternal lives and eternal giving and receiving of life. So the way the church is using this term is really different than the definitions we typically use. I wish we could use just different words because the word patriarchal is just so used in different ways today. I think the point that leaders mean to make is that women and men should do things differently, but both are really important and should be equal. Yet there's a lot of benevolent sexism in how we talk about it. And I should talk more about that term in another podcast. Now, I admit I'm still wrestling with the terms presiding and patriarchal. Today, patriarchy is not a positive word in most cultures. It relates to men dominating over women. And I believe with all my heart that this is not God's plan or his way. And I don't believe the leaders of the church see it this way either. But it's hard when we say we are practicing a patriarchal order, but then men and women are equal. Most countries still have men dominating and controlling women. And if you're interested in more, read Valerie Hudson's book, The First Political Order, I think is so interesting. So as you see, I'm still working on this, but it in no way shakes my testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ. My testimony is based on the rock of the gospel and on Jesus Christ. I feel his love. And I feel the love of my Heavenly Father and Mother as well. I believe there's still refining of the church through the more light and knowledge that needs to come forward from the prophet of the church today. Sometimes it just takes patience, doesn't it? Thanks for listening to this podcast episode of Unleashing Sister Saints. This is Susan Madsen, and I'm devoted to unleashing the positive impact of Sister Saints on the world.